Welcome to the Friendship Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Binnick, and today we're going to be talking about all things fitness, wellness, and mindset so that you can be the best version of yourself for everybody and your family and life that loves you and needs you. Hey guys, what is going on? I hope everybody is having a fantastic uh, day and past couple of weeks. You guys have probably noticed that I've taken a little bit of a break from the podcast and I'll talk a little bit about why today. And that's going to be a kind of central point of this podcast is uh, positivity and distractions. And, you know, we're going to kind of navigate the current scene and the time that we're in. And if you guys are newer to listening to this podcast, I definitely recommend that you guys go back and listen to a couple of the older episodes, or maybe start going back in time uh, to listen to some of those. What I'm going to try to do over the next couple of weeks is kind of cherry pick a few of my favorite episodes. I've gone back and recently started to sort of review where we've come from, the history, and all those things. It's crazy to think that almost three years ago is when I really started uh, doing uh, the podcast. And we're coming up on 100,000 downloads and listens, which again, all of it's just sort of crazy. It's amazing how fast time just kind of flies by. But, you know, as I start kind of looking back, I wanted to go back and see if I need to re-record any of those older episodes and if I could make them better, if I could bring new light and kind of a new foundation to them. And I'm sort of at a weird point with those because there are some things that I could add. There's a lot of, you know, learning and growth that I've had throughout that time to look back on those things in hindsight. And I think 2020 has caused the world to change just a little bit. And so we have to uh, always be keeping that in mind when we listen to things in the past. But then I started thinking like, okay, well, what if we just re-release those? You know, I do think that there's some beauty and joy in listening to things that were sort of in that pre-COVID world and be thinking about, you know, what were the things that we needed to focus on and what were the things that built the culture of friendship and the culture of the community that, you know, I want to be a part of and how could I start to work on embodying those things now or, you know, do I need to stay focused on other things? So I am going to be kind of cherry picking a few of those and you guys will see some of those re-releases coming up over maybe the next few weeks and they won't all be brand new original podcasts and we're going to dive into a little bit of why, but also... Uh, just sort of uh, a refresh time a little bit for me, which if you guys have listened for a while, uh, you know that, you know, every maybe few weeks or months uh, I dive into input mode and I start kind of taking in more information. I read and listen to things from maybe a different corner of sort of the world. And uh, and that's actually sort of what I'm into a little bit now. And then I kind of digest. I write a lot. And then uh, from those writings, then I sort of get on to uh, a couple of spurts of, you know, information and things that I think can be repackaged to be viable for us to accomplish our mission, which is to be a more mentally resilient and more physically resilient human being, be somebody who is naturally happier or is working on the process of being a happier person and somebody who can understand and lay out sort of their growth trajectory. So a little bit of guidance in terms of this is and these are the things that I think that you should be doing to, you know, guarantee that in the future you are set up for more success. And I think sometimes people maybe lose sight of that a little bit because they're so focused on, you know, quote unquote success now, or they're so focused on making the improvements and seeing the improvements now. But if we can stretch that timeline out a little bit and we can keep the focus on the main thing, sort of the main thing, and that's hard right now, then we know that years in the future, we're going to be better off for it. 
So uh, let's dive into it a little bit today. And I want to talk a little bit about distractions. I want to talk a lot about positivity today. And I, like most uh, Americans, I would assume, uh, have you know fallen into a little bit of what I call now the 2020 trap. And the 2020 trap is getting sucked down these uh, rabbit holes that are sort of all around us. And it might be a conversation with your neighbor or your friend. It might be a group text that you've been in for a while. It might be social media, probably most importantly. It might be a documentary on Netflix. It might be the news. It might be election coverage, um, might be COVID coverage, whatever it is. We're going to call each of those things their own little rabbit hole. Say nothing of YouTube. The YouTube rabbit hole is real. All right. But those little rabbit holes are popping up all around us. And so I sort of, if you want to go through imagery in my head, I'm a big imagery person. So I sort of think of us on like, you know, we're all trying to get sort of to the top of top of this mountain and to get to the top of the mountain, you have to be, you know, physically and mentally in shape. You have to be tough. And all along that mountain, there's going to be big obstacles. Sometimes there's going to be big climbing, icy walls, and we're going to have to work as a team to accomplish those. You're going to need a community. You're not going to be able to get to the top of the mountain by yourself period. And if we think of the top of the mountain, what is the top of the mountain? Well, the top of the mountain is, you know, it's health, it's happiness, it's freedom, it's peace of mind, um, you know, free from all of the things that sort of keep you lying awake at night, all of the worry, all of the fear. That's what it lies at the top of that mountain, you know, looking good, feeling good, being good, you know, giving, having gratitude, appreciation, all of the, all of the beauty in life lies at the top of this imaginary mountain. And in the normal world, we have normal obstacles. We have foreseeable obstacles, right? We know that social life and nutrition, that is an obstacle that's going to face us. That's going to be, you know, a hundred foot straight up vertical wall. We're going to need a rope. We're going to need some belayers. We're going to need some people who know how to navigate the wall. We're going to need a community. We're going to need a team. We're going to need support. We're going to need somebody to climb with us. All of these things, right? And think of these as your family and friends, your coaches, your mentors, your guides as you go up the mountain. What's happening now And what I think has been unique about this year has been before all of these challenges, for the most part, I feel like were foreseeable. And so you can study, you can prepare. If you think about my role as the coach or the mentor, like think of me as the Sherpa leading you up the mountain. For those of you guys who don't know what a Sherpa is, it's uh, I believe it's actually a small like tribe in Nepal who leads people up Mount Everest and like they're they're all insanely good at climbing Mount Everest and they do it like, you know, dozens of times a year. And so like there's Sherpas who have climbed Mount Everest like hundreds and hundreds of times. And if if my goal is to be the best Sherpa possible, well, I'm going to be going up the mountain and I'm going to be learning all the little nooks and crannies and all the little places that trip everybody up, right? So what are things that trip people up on the way up to health and happiness and all of those things that we talked about? Well, we know that exercise is a big one. We know that sleep's a big one. We know nutrition's a big one. So all of those little things that are going to kind of get placed in your way as obstacles, well, they're foreseeable, And so I can come up with all these little tips and tricks and hacks and I can get really good at helping you navigate those things as your Sherpa, as you work your way up the mountain. But what's happening now 
is there's all these little rabbit holes. There's all these little, let's, let's think like them as big potholes in the mountain or man. All right. This is going to be a random reference for you guys, but let's see if you get it. So I want to say it's like Batman forever. All right. It's the one with, um, with Robin and George Clooney is Batman and it's super cheesy. And there's this this part where they like end up on an Island and he's like, holy rusted metal Batman. (laughs) It's, it's, It's super cheesy. It's Chris O'Donnell. And he goes, I know. And he goes, no, the, the island it's metal and it's and it's all rusted and it's and it's got a bunch of holes in it um <laughs> sorry that's such a random tangent for those of you like two people who are going to get that reference i hope that that made you happy um but that's sort of what i imagine our mountain is like now is we've got all these little random holes and i'm guiding you trying to guide you up that mountain and you're working your way up that mountain and you had so much momentum and everything was going so well and we were we were just going strong and i could foresee every next step for you. I could foresee, okay, you know, he's at this stage with his nutrition. That means that his next nutritional hurdle is going to be this. And that means that for her, the next thing is going to be, you know, she's working on her mindset journey. So we're going to start down some of these, you know, basic level things. And then we're going to move up and we're going to advance. We're going to get to the next level. And then they're going to be more resilient. They're going to be happier. They're going to be working on their relationships, all of these things. Well, what happened is these little holes started to pop up all over the place. There were little traps and all of a sudden we started to lose, you know, our team started to lose support. We started to lose people and we started to kind of get confused. And what a lot of people did, I even think myself included, is we all like kind of hunkered down and like looked around for a second, go, okay, like there's a bunch of traps. I don't even know if it makes sense to like move forward much anymore because all of these traps are just kind of popping up all around us all the time. And I'm, I'm frankly a little bit afraid to kind of step into one. And those little holes, I feel like took some time for, I think, me to navigate in terms of how to teach you guys how to sort of navigate through it or how to help maybe just guide you or even just talk through the process with you. And I still don't think I can see all of them. I still don't think I understand how all of them are impacting people. I don't understand how to help people navigate around them. And even some of the people that we are trying to help navigate around them still end up falling in the hole. And so what I want to talk about today is how we can avoid some of those traps and how we can avoid some of those holes. And this isn't going to be surefire. This isn't going to get you around every hole. But I do think that this can help you guys with some positive facing momentum to get you working your way back up the hill. And this isn't going to be for everybody because some of you guys are freaking killing it. I mean, I'm having conversations with people right now who are, you know, PRing everything. They're down in body fat percentage. They are happy and positive when you talk to them. They're lit up. They're energetic. They're starting new jobs. They're meeting new people. They're still getting married. Like there's so much beauty going around in the world. But when you get stuck with your foot in one of these rabbit holes, it tries to suck you down sort of this like, you know, hey, just in case you forgot today, the world's super screwed up and we don't have you know any way in the future that's going to be better. And we have to sort of avoid those. And so what I'm going to talk about is just some popular things that I think are going on right now and what might be a better way for us to spend our attention and what might be a better way for us to find uh, distraction 
in some more positive facing things. And so the first thing I'm going to talk about, guys, and honestly, this is the biggest thing is I just want to kind of share some of the things that I think are just beautiful, you know, in our world and some of the things that are so positive and some of the things that I know, you know, I have to be thankful for. And I think we have to be thankful for. And the, the list is hyper abundant, right? I think we have, we have, you know, you can go down this list forever, but just some of the things, you know, that I have, have recognized over just the last couple of days. And so I think probably the biggest one of this is how much people really appreciate just spending a little bit of time together now. And this is maybe one that you guys aren't maybe paying much attention to or aren't super aware of. But uh, when we get the opportunity on like, um, you know, a Friday or a football Saturday or something to spend some time around each other and we have that little bit of normalcy, like and you are able to take a step back and see people laughing and joking and smiling and hugging and, you know, sharing that positivity. For me now, I think that that was something that was so normal. It was so regular. It was so every day that I didn't necessarily sort of stop and smell the roses. But as I've been around a couple of different social settings over the last week, and you kind of just watch at people's love and appreciation, I'm just much more thankful for it. Uh, you know, now, because it is something that, you know, was and can be taken away from us. And when it's something that is taken away from us, you know, it's, it's a net negative. And so while it's going on and while we see it, it's a beautiful thing. Uh, It's a beautiful thing to tell other people, you know, that you love them and that you enjoyed spending time with them and thank them for coming and choosing to spend time with you. And I think those are just, you know, a couple of the things, you know, I've been trying to give people a lot more of that, you know, just tell them, you know, Hey, you know, I love you, right? Like I love you. And before they leave, Hey, I love you guys. Thank you so much for coming over. I love you guys. Thank you so much for being a part of this. And it's true for you guys. Like, I love you. Thank you so much for listening to this. And if we're in this journey together, I think that's just a beautiful thing that we we all get to enjoy. And one of the things that we want to think about with our distractions is we want to distract ourselves with the beautiful things. We want to distract ourselves with the smiles, with the love, with the laughter. And, you know, the popular documentary going around right now is Social Dilemma. And for those of you guys who have followed long enough and know that I'm pretty anti-social media, um, you know, a lot that they talk about in that um, documentary is reasons why they don't even cover all of it. It is a lot worse even than that documentary discusses. And we don't understand what that, you know, if we think back to the mountain analogy, that's a hole. That's a big rabbit hole for people. That's catching a ton of people right now. And if we watch that documentary, great, we are aware, right? We are now informed. It's fantastic, right? I've been trying to inform people for a while and we want to stay informed. But what it does not make you feel and what the aim of this podcast is, is to help you be informed on the stuff that you maybe need to be informed about, but do it in a way that's positive. Do it in a way that we can think about what can we replace it with? How can we find something better so that we don't just watch that documentary and then go to bed, you know, angry, sad, confused, worried. If you guys have a daughter between six and 16, you probably watch Social Dilemma and you were probably like screwed up for the rest of the day. 
thinking about that little girl snapping photos of herself on Snapchat and having a negative self body image and struggling mentally and physically. And that probably is keeping you up at night. But that worry, that fear, it does nothing for you. We need to be better and be able to turn our mindset immediately towards what are the action steps that I could take right now in this moment to ensure that my daughter is more you know, careful or more aware of this. And the first thing is just look at your daughter and tell her that you love her. Tell her that you support her in her decisions. Tell her if she wears that, that you, you, you support whatever she wants to wear. You support whatever she wants to do. Be there for her. Let her know that even if and when she does fail, because she will, that you support her. Guide her. And that degree of feeling safe is a positive. It's a beautiful thing. A parent's relationship with their daughter and providing, you know, that positivity and that love and that beauty and letting letting them know that what they look like does not define who they are. What they look like does not define what they can do. And look at them in the eye and have conviction and show them that in the future that they will be somebody who is loved and supported with people who are there for them, regardless of what some stranger comments on Instagram. And tell them that if they don't want to be on any of the social media platforms and make them aware of if it's a source of unhappiness for you, tell them that you can find other ways for them to get involved with something that they do love, that does bring them joy, that does bring them happiness. And... Instead of letting the documentary let us go to bed worried or angry or fearful or sad, let us instead find a way to take an action that is a beautiful action, that is one of appreciation, that is one of love, that is one of gratitude. How can we think about what are the positive things of social media? What are the things that we want to get out of that? How has this made us stay together? What are things that we can get out of this? And have those conversations with our kids. But what I would rather you guys do, and what I think a better source of distraction is, outside of the fact that we just don't want to be misinformed on things, is to spend that time instead maybe watching things that give you that beauty and love, that give you that positive feeling. So one of my favorite movies, actually the first movie that ever made me uh, cry, actually probably one of the only movies that's maybe ever made me cry the first time I watched it was a movie called Seven Pounds uh, with, with Will Smith. If you guys have never seen it before, it's a pretty cool movie, pretty impactful emotionally. Um, but there's a lot of other amazing ones. You know, I was thinking of just Will Smith. You think of Pursuit of Happiness. Last night we watched Stranger Than Fiction. Um you know, Forrest Gump's a great classic one, but there's a lot of movies out there that you can watch that have uplifting, hopeful messages, and they maybe even center a little bit around something that's maybe sad. So they might be centered around a death or somebody, you know, not making it, but in that they can show the positive of the beauty of life and let you develop and, uh, you know, gain an appreciation for the things that you do have. And I think the same can be said with some of the negative stuff that's going around right now. 
is, you know, you want to take the political structure regardless of what you think. It is amazing and so beautiful that we have the freedom to be able to open our mouth right now and on a podcast that is recorded and will go out publicly, I can curse the president. I can curse the, you know, the, I can curse Joe Biden. I can curse their running mates. I can talk about some crazy third party. I can talk about some political ideology that is so far off the beaten path. I can talk about anarchy and talk about, I can talk about whatever I want right now. And I can post it up online and no one will come to my house and throw me in a prison and torture and, you know, kill my family and all these other bad things that have happened throughout history. As long as time has existed, you have not been able to do these things. And lost in all of this vitriol and hate around the political environment, what are the things to be appreciative of? You know, I, I love that for the first time, like people are, are showing some passion, whether that passion is correctly guided or not, it, it doesn't matter. But let's take some public interest in what our government is doing. And regardless of what your thoughts and feelings are, I'm at least proud of the fact that more people are finding ways to get involved. Now, there's a lot of problems and that's that's going to be rampant in any system, right? So right now we are a capitalist democratic republic, right? Which is sort of, you know, what America is. And for those of you guys who don't know, I'm a political historian. So that was my major. Um, and so I am very interested in these things. But as a political historian, what you sort of learn over time is that things, you know, they shift and they change. And what we have to be thinking about is keeping a level, logical head. I think the one issue right now with people is they're maybe being too emotional about things. But the important way to think about that is not to dismiss those people, but rather to think about why are they so emotional about this? What are the failures that we've made as a society that have led people to be so emotional? And what if we had a message more like of love? What if we could support those people in some way? And so capitalism really works best when the 1%, for lack of a better term for them, is obsessed with that question. Why are so many people so emotional and so tied to this presidential race? Why are they so fearful of one side or the other? And how are the systems and the things that we're doing in our country, how are they contributing to that? And what are things that we could do to release that fear and that anger? So think back to the daughter. In this way, our leaders need to get back more a little bit to maybe Andrew Carnegie. Now, it's tough because um, Carnegie, you know, is in some of those tycoons of the time, the Rockefellers of the world, the Vanderbilts, etc. It was like borderline slave labor, what they were doing to workers at the time. And there's a lot of injustices going on for them to achieve their wealth. And. On the back end of that, though, Andrew Carnegie saw that. He saw that he had created some degree of suffering, and so he started to give back. Be charitable. Give. Show love. Show appreciation. Show gratitude. Give back. And How to Win Friends and Influence People, um, Think and Grow Rich, is two books that are sort of discuss this platform, which is, you know, if it's a positive sum game, 
If everybody tries to grow to the best version of themselves and everybody engages other people in that growth process. And then once you achieve that growth, once you achieve that beauty and you start to be, in my analogy, towards the top of the mountain, then you shift your focus and you look at just entirely helping people get up the mountain with you. And you shout down and you give them the cheats and you give them the secrets and you tell them everything that they need to know to get to the top of the mountain. And you support them and you create gadgets and technology and you create all of these things to help them get up there easier. And in that way, this creates a positive sum game. And I don't know if our leaders right now are doing that successfully. But what I do know is the only thing is that I can control Jeff, right? I can control me. I can control my, you know, the, I can control my influence to the closest five, 10 or 15 people, or maybe through this podcast, a few hundred people. That's all I can control. I can't control what Donald Trump or Joe Biden does. I can't control what Elon Musk or Jeff Bezos does with their money. I can't control any of that. And if you think you can, then, you know, good luck to you. I just think it's going to be a uh, sad, long, uh, unsuccessful pursuit. Instead, what we can think about is our own 20 square feet, as my friend Chris Sansbury would say. We can think about who are we helping lead up the mountain? You know, even if you're still on the journey yourself, you can still look back down and reach out a hand to somebody. You can still catch somebody who's about to step into that big, you know, social media rabbit hole or that big 24 hour news cycle rabbit hole or documentaries or whatever it is. They're about to step into that and you can reach your hand out and you can be like, oh, don't fall down that boat. There's a lot of there's a lot of ugly stuff down there. There's a lot of negative comments. There's a lot of hate. There's a lot of fear. There's a lot of stuff that's going to really confuse you and put you into a very negative space. Why don't we stay up here? Why don't we keep working our way up the mountain? That's what we can control. We can show people the beauty of being on top of the mountain and not worrying so much about falling into the rabbit holes and what's down there. Not having that shiny object syndrome of like, ooh, look at that. What's down there? It's, it's like YouTube comments, right? That's what's down there. Stay away. Um, so I think there's so, so much beauty to kind of give out. And I really wanted this to be an uplifting, positive podcast. And, you know, I'm talking to you guys from a position of, you know, I, I have been down, uh, in the, in those rabbit holes. Now, luckily I've spent the time in my life to develop processes and surround myself with people and be able to realize and recognize when I have gone into a downward spiral. And if you guys are looking back towards old podcasts and you feel that's where you are right now, there's a podcast that talks about downward spirals, how to recognize them, how to get out of them. I should probably know the number, but I'll, I'll see if I can post it in the show notes. And that is something that I have fallen into, you know, over the past few months. And again, it's like, okay, so I'm a political historian. So in my head, I'm like, I, I like politics. I like reading these. I like watching history. Um, I like thinking about, you know, how, how does this compare to historical precedents in the past? How does this compare to other societies who have faced some of the same issues that we're facing? What's unique about America? How can we change this? How can we see what's coming from this? I like to think about those things. 
But if I didn't catch myself, you get down that rabbit hole again of where do you find information on these things? Where do you find these topics and podcasts? There's some great podcasts right now of really deep thinkers talking about these really high level problems. But if you don't combat that with a little bit of beauty, with a little bit of joy, with a little bit of love, um, you can you can go down deep down that rabbit hole and you can end up in a pretty dark space. It's going to feel lonely. You're going to feel disconnected. You're going to feel sad, depressed. You're not going to feel like you're energetic and positive and connected. And think about the time in your life when you felt the most energetic and positive and connected. Didn't you meet better people? Didn't you make better decisions? Didn't you perform better in the gym, in life, at work? That's where we want to be. I want you guys thinking about we're walking into rooms and we're bringing positivity. We're bringing joy. We're not turning to the negative. We're not having these deep, long conversations about stuff that is going to automatically lead us down to a place of you know, negativity. So this is sort of my message to you guys. And real quick, I'm just going to go over a couple other ones. You know, instead of social media lately, I've been reading a couple of biographies and the biographies are, you know, most biographies end with the person dying, um, at least the, the ones that I'm reading. So in some sense, they are sad. But the thing that you leave the story with is what a life well lived. What a beautiful life that was. What a beautiful story. And isn't that what we want for each of each other? Isn't that what what we want for ourselves, for our family, is to be be able to die an old man or an old woman and be able to look back and just say, what a beautiful story that was. What a beautiful life it was. And instead of reading social media or instead of, you know, scrolling on Twitter or on Instagram, Find a couple of beautiful stories that you might be interested in reading. Find a couple of classics. Read some stories about somebody incredible in history and look at what they made it through. Read their resilience. Almost every fascinating biography I've ever read has these big, big, big mountains that the person had to find ways to climb up. Winston Churchill sort of being my favorite. These huge, huge headwinds. And they had to figure out a way to be resilient and to navigate through it. And these are things far worse than COVID, far worse than, you know, political unrest or any of the things that we're talking about. The things that a lot of these generations before us have made it through are, you know, they they make our 2020 problems pale in comparison. It's like I can still go to the grocery store and get whatever food I want. Like we don't have problems. And sometimes it takes reading some of those things, some of those historical markers and some of the beauty of their life, some of the the accomplishments and the things that they, they were able to do in the face of all of that to, to give us sort of some recognition and realization of that. So if we're reading, read something, read a story, read a beautiful fiction book. You can just Google, you know, best, you know, 100 best fiction books of all time. Just read through the descriptions. What one has like this positive, uplifting message. If you guys haven't read The Alchemist, I highly recommend it. It's a great one. And if we're watching, what are we watching? You know, are we down a weird YouTube, you know, uh, rabbit hole of, uh, you know, Trevor Noah or Ben Shapiro? Those are like my two pullers. I don't, I'm sorry if those aren't accurate, <laughs> but are we down a YouTube rabbit hole of watching those guys? Um, you know, what are we listening to? What are we watching? 
And maybe instead of getting down that rabbit hole, maybe instead we find one of those movies that I had talked about or recommended. Maybe instead we watch something that we know is going to leave us feeling hopeful. And maybe instead we Google, what are the top 100 most hopeful movies of all time? What are the most beautiful stories and messages? What are ones that leave you smiling and laughing and feeling joyous and wanting to hug and kiss your you know, spouse or your kids? What are those movies? Maybe we spend our time doing that instead. And if we're listening to podcasts, maybe you guys listen to some older friendship ones. Maybe you guys find podcasts of stories of, of you know, incredible stories and biographies. Um, I'm going to post one here in a couple of weeks when Veterans Day comes up that Mike Rowe did that um, Ed sent me. And it's a really beautiful uh, story about the unknowns. And uh, I love Mike Rowe. And so I, I, I think you guys will enjoy that, but he has a really cool podcast where he tells stories that are, I think are positive and uplifting and those, those things are out there. Right. And so I've sort of shifted my focus a little bit and, um, you know, maybe, maybe I went down the rabbit holes and I'm trying again, trying to turn it positive. Maybe I had to go down the rabbit holes to be able to see them, to be able to help pull you guys out of those or to be able to help you guys maybe avoid stepping them at all. And, this is the last one. Maybe instead of podcasts at all, maybe you listen to music. Maybe you get a playlist. Like we just bought Spotify. Actually, my Chase credit card right now, if you guys have a Chase credit card, I think that they are still doing this. It's like six months free of Spotify. Um, so I got six months free of Spotify because I had, a, I think, a Chase credit card. Um, and so I got, I got that and immediately I started like favoriting all my favorite albums of all time. And I started listening back to like, uh, Kanye graduation and the killers, hot fuzz, um, red hot chili peppers radio, like just music that brings me back to this nostalgic place that I love. And it puts me into such a great positive mood. And if I pop in my noise canceling headphones and I crank, I mean, I listen to music loud, like hearing damage be damned, right? I've made it through the military and guns and all these other things. Uh, you know, I want to listen to my music at max emotional level volume. And when you do that, like if I'm cooking dinner and before I might be listening to some podcast about whatever, but now when I listen to music, like I'll be dancing I'll be vibing and I'm sure I look like a total loser and idiot to everybody on the outside because I don't know how to do any of those things. But man, does it like you get done and you just want to like, I don't know, you just want to dance with your spouse. You just want to feel it. You're vibing, you're crushing it. And, you know, I think that that just puts us in a place that is better than podcasts. And, you know, I haven't done a podcast for a few weeks. And then I sort of realized, like, I got to get some direction going for what these, you know, what the listeners, what the people who maybe want or need the friendship podcast, what maybe they should be doing if I'm going to take a hiatus. And so that's some action steps for you guys. Download Spotify and pick your five favorite albums. And over the next week, instead of listening to podcasts, instead of listening to radio, instead of watching YouTube videos, every time that you get that inclination, pop on some headphones. If you don't have headphones, you can get some, uh, I think mine are like Alphatronic noise canceling, like 40 or 50 or 60 bucks or something on, um, on Amazon, depending on the time. And they're awesome. I love them. They're such great headphones. And pop those on 
go outside, walk your dog or just go for a walk or cook your dinner, whatever it is, crank the tunes up and just vibe. Listen to a whole album front to back. Remember when we used to do that? Remember when you used to buy a new CD and you pop it on, you listen to every song, do it, do that again and just vibe out and just feel the music and or yeah, like yard work for those of you guys right now, like I'm doing this a ton with like leave leaf maintenance. Leaf maintenance is a train wreck at my house. So I got a lot of time to, to listen to music right now. And so that's what I want you guys doing is finding a positive replacement for whatever that rabbit hole that's catching you right now is. And my assumption is there's something probably catching most of you guys. There's something creeping in. There's some a, a distraction, attention piece, whether it's YouTube or podcasts or radio or social media or comments or politics or whatever. There's some little rabbit hole that's sneaked up and it's grabbed your foot. My guess is if you're voting, you probably already know who you're voting for. So watching into voting anytime to that's not going to make a big difference. And next Tuesday, somebody's going to win the election and whatever is going to be announced, that's not going to affect or change how much beauty and positivity and joy you bring into other people's lives. And it's important to understand that is there are things that might change. You might get taxed more. You might get taxed less. You might, you know, it, let's, if you are one of our, you know, lesbian, gay, transgender, um, or queer community per people, there might be some ramifications, but you know what? There was an entire generation of people who came before you, who dealt with the oppression, who dealt with the, you know, negative laws and the headwinds that may be coming your way. And they were resilient enough to make it through it. And so are you. And you can do anything. But at the end of the day, your life and who you are is going to be defined by the beauty and the joy and the positivity and the love that you were able to give out to other people. And whoever wins next Tuesday and whatever happens, whatever happens with COVID, wouldn't you rather your story be written that in, you know, let's just say, you know, Jeff Binnick, age 35, died from COVID. And what is the next sentence? I hope that it's, you know, he devoted his life to bringing health and happiness and positivity to everybody around him. You know, he's surrounded by friends and family who loved and, you know, enjoyed his highly opinionated, <laughs> you know, rhetoric and his extremely strong views and all these things and his, you know, emphatic nature and all those, all that stuff. That's what I hope that is said. And, I, I hope that you guys can kind of keep that stuff in mind over the next week. And I hope that if you see your friends, your family falling down those rabbit holes, I hope you're willing to reach a hand out and give them some of these recommendations or take them with you or, you know, whatever it is, you know, Maria puts my head, her headphones on me and makes me listen to the music that she likes to listen to. And she'll, she'll be vibing to Fleetwood Mac while she's making dinner or something like that. And it's awesome. It's beautiful. So I hope this brings some positivity. I hope this makes you smile a little bit. And I hope this gives you a good frame of reference for what you guys can be doing over the next maybe couple of weeks while I continue to take a little bit of a hiatus. I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening and have a great day and a great week.